Welcome in. We're live here. It's Wednesday night. We're back for another episode of the Extra Point Podcast with the College Football Experience. We're the College Football Experience. I am Gus. That's Will. That's Cody. Guys, I'm pumped to be back here with another episode. Glad to be here. How are y'all doing? Uh, man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited. We got a pretty good little episode. We got two teams we want to talk about, two highly anticipated teams. Unfortunately, one of them is the Gators' arch rival. But anyways, Cody, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Hope you all are. Uh, I think we got one that fans going to like tonight. Man, Georgia, Alabama. You either hate them or you love them. I personally hate them both. <laughs> hate them both. Hate Georgia just a little bit more because they've been winning, man. So you got to hate them just a little bit more. Man, before we jump in to breaking down what we expect from them in 2023, y'all's team was on fire this past week in recruiting. I, I'm glad because they're getting recruits away from all these <laughs> other schools like Georgia, like Alabama, like Ohio State, and all of those other big boys that have been coming in and raiding the state of Texas, um, Florida. But Florida's been able to go out of the state, too, and get a bunch of recruits. They've jumped way up in all the recruiting rankings. Man, tell me what has happened with the Florida Gators this past week. Um, recruiting has just been set on fire. This is what we've been waiting for for years. Um, I know this is only June, but we had nine commitments in seven days, um, which is unheard of for any team. Um, I mean, they were just back to back to back to back. I mean, it all started out. We had a quarterback from our 25 class decommit, committed to Ole Miss and reclassified from the 2022. Three Austin Simmons. Um, he uh, can we take a minute to Ole Miss. About that and how stupid that is. <laughs> like this kid is gonna be yeah. seventeen years old, suiting up. And I mean, I understand if there's no more that high school ball can offer you, but I mean, he only would have been a junior in high school, and he'll easily be the youngest guy. Just think back to when you were seventeen. How stupid you were. Like you have no business going to live on a college campus, uh, uh, but he's a handsome young guy. He's an athlete. He'll, I mean, he's a quarterback on the football team going to Ole Miss. I mean, that's just a uh, world of trouble waiting on him. Uh, me and Cody um, were talking about this because there were reports that he was coming to Florida to do this. Right. And me and him both thought it was a terrible idea. Uh, my personal opinion, uh, high school football is the last time you can play football where it's not a job exactly. and you can have fun. And it's it's just the last time where you can kind of really like enjoy it. I know they probably enjoy it in college and NFL, but it's just different. Um, don't think your body's ready physically and don't think your maturity level is really ready, but it is what it is, man. They've made that decision. So be, I mean, be cool to see, see what happens in the future for him. Cody, what you think about yeah. it? I mean, I think, I think Billy probably feels the same way. You know, I'm not, I mean, we ain't got no inside source or anybody telling us or whatever, but I, I feel like Billy probably pushed him the same way and said, Hey, look, you know, probably not the best deal or, Hey, consider, you know, living out your life and playing high school ball. You only get to do it once. And maybe that turned him away. I don't know. I know this, and I'm not saying this because he, he left. I, it, it, I feel the same way either way. I think that the move just isn't smart in general, but I think it also shows with the way the recruiting went for Florida, how quickly it dropped off that news. You know, Billy seems to like be a technician with this. Like we get some bad news, somebody decommits or maybe a guy has us in the top three and he chooses somewhere else. And Billy's always got that, that guy waiting, you know, and I'm not saying all nine guys were doing that, but it just seems like the Austin Simmons news sure did fall off quick because it don't matter, man. He, he gets there. I think people forget that Mertz has two years. 
Like yeah. Mertz is going to be the dude this year, and more than likely he's going to be the dude next year. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to throw DJ in your in in that type of schedule yeah. the next year. So Austin Simmons to me wasn't more than a body and a guy on the depth chart. So I don't yeah. It suck it always sucks losing a guy that wants to be a gator in my in my eyes. But you know what? Well, Jumping two classes is kind of iffy in in its in its own. Well, um I, I don't really care that a dude decommits. It is what it is, man. If you want to yeah. go somewhere else, then go somewhere else. Please, but, God. Um, I just think I find it so funny. You kind of we talk about this that like I think Billy's figured out the Gator fans that were kind of uh crazy, and um he he has something ready to go when somebody decommits. He has enough somebody so ready strategic. to commit, yeah. and and I really think some of this had to do with what Lane Kiffin did on social media. Um, he like attacked us a little bit, like just posted stuff about Tom Petty that he was listening to, won't back down, had that um <laughs> in his car playing. Um he he I don't said know what his th- obsession with Florida is, but he yeah, he's, he's pushing he's pushing the limits. And I think Billy's he, trying to show him like, hey, we're still big dogs on this side too, bro. I mean, we went and got the number one player in Mississippi. <laughs> um I think <laughs> that was a little a freaking dog. Yeah, Waller that was a little is, bit of a jab. But, yeah. man, this was a great – that was a great Saturday and Sunday. It was fun. Um, but it is only June. I hope we can keep it up, keep a top three class going. Blue, blue chip Billy, baby. Yeah, I hope we That's can keep it huge, going. man. I mean, <laughs> we, uh, you know, depth is, is huge in the SEC and in, in football in general. So, obviously, that the, the, those rankings aren't going to stay the same. But let's – I'd like to think we'd stay a little bit up there. Well, well, I mean, yeah, t- this this is why Dan Mullen got fired, but it wasn't because he wasn't winning football games. It's because he wasn't recruiting to the standards, or really didn't care of, but about recruiting to the yeah, standards that point. that that the fans and the boosters really wanted. So, like, yeah. this is why you brought Billy in to get talent on the roster. And man, just looking at these other recruiting rankings brought to you by On Three. One that stands out to me is the Michigan Wolverines at five. Whenever you've looked at their 2023 class and their 2022 class, they really didn't jump up as high as you think they would have with those two back-to-back playoff appearances. So those have kind of been paying off now because you see they're they're all the way up at five and there's still a lot of time to go. And they make a ton of money, man. And to think like – their basketball team's really good, and you know the programs are 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 big there. So, like you said, I think you would at least expect them to be somewhere near the top five range. And it mm-hmm. it seems like here recently they haven't been. Yeah, and I mean, so with you... Michigan, Michigan, I'm excited to see like they're getting these big time recruits, and you've built this culture there. It's a little different when you get these three high three stars, low four star guys, and you bring them in, and they're kind of easier to mold in your culture. What about these really high rated guys that think they're the dude? How are they going to mold yeah. them and get them going in what they've built there? Um, I'm interested to see that, and it's it's cool seeing Michigan up there with Ohio State. Um, it's about time with recruiting with recruiting wise. They've recruited pretty good, but they haven't done it like top five in the country, right? And, and I mean, one other team that I kind of like to see up there, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish up above their seventh. You have LSU at ninth. Those – you had Freeman went to Notre Dame. Brian Kelly went to LSU. And, and, and it's even something that I've said is the Notre Dame can't recruit great. And that th- their recruiting has improved – under Marcus Freeman. I think Freeman uh, is getting them up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just just because I think I think Brian Kelly wasn't a great fit for Notre Dame. He just kind of saw it as a job. But Freeman kind of I'm not sure he's it. a good fit anywhere. I just think he's a good football coach. He's kind of yeah, he's a dude. really good football coach. Dude, he's an X and O guys. I mean, LSU can recruit itself. I mean, yes. I, one of us three could go down to LSU and have a top yeah. ten. And I mean, that's the kind of guy you your, want there. I mean, we don't even have to. We don't even have to leave our state if we didn't want to. 
I mean, yeah, yeah. Because if everybody in Louisiana, if you're a top rated recruit, you want to go to LSU. And it's yeah. it's hard to steal a kid away from LSU, man. Um, Notre Dame, dude. I, gosh, I hope they keep getting better, man. They are such a big brand in college football. It is so mm-hmm. good for college football when Notre Dame is good. And you I know, when Brian really Kelly was there, they were like a good team, but they just couldn't they couldn't compete they with couldn't the big boys. They yeah. were a they were a top seven program in college football. Yeah. Yeah. Just they got to get to where they can compete with, you know, Georgia, Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, Alabama Ohio, Ohio State, State. You know, this those type of teams, Clemson. Um, and this year would be a good judge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because which they have they a beat, loaded schedule. Exactly. Yeah, they beat – They've beaten Clemson recently, but I think Clemson's mm-hmm. kind of been a little better program over the past six years. Well, yeah. <laughs> Man, look at that team on top the, who has a number one rated recruiting class as of this moment, the Georgia Bulldogs. Something that we were just talking about, quarterback commit Dylan Rayola transferring <laughs> from his high school in Arizona to Buford. Coming to play ball in the state of Georgia. That's interesting to me. That's 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 Cody, really really interesting. Tell him about uh, what you just told me. Tell about him playing in four different high schools. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you don't, I mean, Georgia fans probably know Riola and, and how good he is, and I mean that's that's a good stud to have. Uh, it does kind of bring some red flags, in my opinion, that you're playing at four different high schools that have been different states i mean he's playing in texas he's playing in arizona um it's easy to say well he's playing at georgia so he's just you know oh he'll just move right over there but i think it's a little more to it than that uh it seems like reports from 247 are saying that he could have been suspended for five games due to transfer stuff in arizona so i don't know the backstory on it i know that kj bolden plays there in the number one safety and georgia's itching to have him so Bad. we'll see how how that helps and then that they got a 25 uh, linebacker that plays there uh that i'm sure he'll be pulling on as you know too but man if anybody knows us three knows how good buford is year in and year out to add a guy awesome. like that man is going to be huge and then yeah. of course with kirby being right up the road <laughs> that's a good sign for georgia fans yeah and i'm Really looking forward to see him going from high school ball in Arizona to high school ball in Georgia. That's top four high school ball in the country. I mean, you have Texas, you have California, Florida, you have Georgia. Can argue that Georgia's top three, but I would say we might be over California when it comes to high school ball. I think Just, so, especially, especially oh, quarterbacks. There's Overall. been some really good Georgia quarterbacks come out. Yeah, dude, we it's different here, man. It is different. We can um we can compete with anybody in the country yeah. from eat from every classification. Yeah, I mean every state has its select few teams who you can't probably yeah challenge, but we also have those select few teams who you probably can't beat either. Yeah. <laughs> and Buford's um, one of those teams. Yeah, Buford, Carrollton, um. Yeah. Valdosta, Lounge. Valdosta, Lounge. Guys, just imagine the Juju and DR competition, man. Can we see that? Juju, Dylan Rayola. If Carrollton versus Buford in the 7A stage. I might have to go to that thing. Oh, I hope they play in the playoffs like in Carrollton. That'd be awesome. Oh, I am driving up to Carrollton then, dude. Oh Dude, that gosh. ticket will be unreal. That <laughs> that uh, it'll be it'll be three easy payments of ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll be twenty dollars on the GoFan app. No doubt, ma'am. So, kind of kind of talking about Georgia there. What about their twenty twenty three schedule? We we've kind of okay. talked about it, but I mean, we're really gonna try <laughs> to break it down tonight. What do we expect from Georgia going into 2023? And I mean, we're all we're all gonna say it, cakewalk, but we just gotta break it down. Starting with UT Martin, easy. 
then you got Ball State that replaced the Oklahoma game because Oklahoma and Texas coming in 2024, that had been a big scheduling issue. Then you kind of got their first real test, South Carolina at home. They beat them in Athens in what was it, 2019? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2019, Fromm threw like three interceptions. That's the only way Georgia's losing in the regular season is if you have Carson Beck just has a stinker. Well, I want to say this. The first few games is going to really be about filling it out. Obviously, Carson Beck's going to get the first reps, the first quarter. But what about these other two quarterbacks? Are they going to come in a lot? Are they going to come in in the first half? Are we going to get to see them? Is this really a quarterback competition, or has Carson Beck sealed the deal? Or are we going to see Brock Vandergriff and uh, Gunnar Stockton more and more and kind of let them play it out? Um, that's what I'm interested to see. That would be the only reason why I'd even watch one of their first two games, just to see how much <laughs> the other quarterbacks play. Yeah. But um, South Carolina game, man, I think it's probably going to be a blowout. Unfortunately, um, it's going to be need to be one of those games that the offense just isn't rolling for it to be close. Uh, but I see Georgia rolling, man. Cody, what do you think? I don't know, man. We've hated on Georgia, uh, you know, a lot. And stepping back, looking from the outside, you can only play who you got. I mean, you know, True. as – as as the Georgia fans are watching, that that's just the schedule you got. And that's, you know, I'm sure that as a Georgia fan, they're saying bring on anybody. But realistically, man, you know, you get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. But the first two games, you're not going to see anything. I, I really don't. You probably won't see anything in South Carolina, honestly. I mean, it's just the team oh, is just too talented, man. They're, they're loaded. And, for sure. The only thing I'm hoping, you know, speaking on South Carolina, is how bad that game went last year for South Carolina. It maybe was just so ugly, so quick. maybe Rattler <laughs> just has a, you know, a good game and tries to to have one of those games he did against Tennessee and and be competitive. But the way the defense is loaded, man, like like y'all spoke on, it's really just a matter of how much are we going to get to see each quarterback, really, dude, and well. Kirby and Kirby and Shane Beamer, they don't like each other, right? Yeah, we don't. I know. mean, well, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> but supposedly, they There's don't necessarily coach. see eye to eye. There's only one coach that Shane Beamer would fight in the SEC, and we we think it might be Kirby or Mike Stoops. We're not sure which one of the two. I mean, either or. I, I mean. I would almost rather fight Stoops than Kirby because Kirby is a little spunky. Yeah, but Stoops has probably got that man grip. Old. He looks like he farms on the weekends. <laughs> I mean, uh, so. He's probably got that tough man strength. I mean, <laughs> I mean, shoot. I honestly wouldn't want to fight either of them. And I mean. No, me neither. And I mean, th what? then we're we, heading on down to the UAB game, blowout. Uh, yeah. Then good program though, good program, dude. I'm so sad that Clark retired there. I'm so sad that yeah. I mean because he was a phenomenal second best coach team in, in Alabama. Alabama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Right. Speaking of Alabama, Logan. Speaking of teams in Alabama, Georgia's going to Auburn. Georgia has had Auburn's number since 2005, really. They've kind of owned us, but besides a few years. Man, this is Georgia's first losable game, you could say? I really yeah. wish that game was at night. I know it's not going to be, but I just wish that game was at night. Yeah, I mean. Jordan Harris is just different at nighttime, man, and I'd like, I'd like that to play a part, you know. I'd have to see the weekend schedule, but it, it that feels like a three thirty CBS game. Yeah, that's a three thirty. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> because I mean, Auburn could be three three and one coming up to this point, four and zero possibly, depending on what they do versus Texas A and M. But I mean, this is Georgia's first losable game. I'm kind of concerned because Auburn really doesn't have the depth up front to challenge Georgia's offensive line. 
So it all depends on if Georgia can run the ball on Auburn. And then if Georgia cannot run the ball on Auburn, can Carson Beck push the ball down the field and dice up Auburn secondary? That's going to be their strength of their defense this year, I think. So, and like I said, I think this is Georgia's first real test. I think this is their first losable game, but I don't think they're losing to Auburn just just because of the talent is in their favor and you have recent history is in their favor too. Man, we're going to need the Auburn fans to be rowdy in this game. Like, show rowdy. up, be loud. Cause they're hey, it don't matter how rowdy them fans are. That It's a matter of if they can score on that defense. Let's be honest. <laughs> exactly. Can Auburn get decent quarterback play? And I was going to say, it's going to be Auburn's offense. That's going to be the key to the game for this one. Um, Georgia's defense is 100%. elite. Um, they're going. I mean, Auburn's going to have to find a way to score – Keep the ball in their hand, run the be able to run the ball, control the clock, don't let Georgia's offense just control the tempo of the game. Um, and then maybe you can get lucky and get a few turnovers. But again, I see Georgia kind of winning this one. Um, this will be kind of close for a little while, and then Georgia, I think, will kind of take off in the second half, late in the second half, I think. For sure. Then they come <clears throat> home against Kentucky. I mean and even then, it's Kentucky. They should blow out Kentucky, too. Yeah, Kentucky, um, you know, they got a new quarterback transferring from NC State. Um, Devin Leary. Yeah, they did a really good job in the transfer portal. Uh, I know, right. Gus, you're you're pretty big on Kentucky in their transfer portal class. Yes. Um, still, this is going to be another game that Georgia should win. I mean, they're better than them in every phase. Um, but they're as long as they show up and play their game, they should be fine in this one. I mean, is there a game that Georgia really shouldn't win? <laughs> I think all the games that they should win, I think Kentucky could be tricky yeah. if it was at Kentucky. If. Yeah. I, yeah. With it being at Georgia, it kind of, yeah. But I do like Kentucky. They've got some really good young receivers. You know, we kind of mm. spoke on them before, and Devin Leary is going to be a game changer for them. The kind of solidified the offensive out. line too, and the portal. Yeah, I mean, I think Kentucky's going to be a really good team. It mm, just I'm worried about Kentucky. I am too. I just I don't for Georgia man like Kentucky in the last few years. Even as good as they've been, they've struggled offensively as far as being explosive. Right? They right. they slow the ball down. They kind of play bully ball, run it up your throat, kind of you know down I mean down your throat, kind of like and you smash mouth Georgia. type. You're and you're not going to bully Georgia. So I, I think that's where they're going to struggle. They struggled last time they went up there. Like I said, I, th I probably feel a little bit better if it was at Kentucky. But with it being it in Athens, they're going to be gonna be ready. Struggle busting it just to try to get across the finish line. Man, and then I'm afraid this one's going to be a slaughter. Georgia at <laughs> Vanderbilt. Vandy slaughtering <laughs> them or? I I would love to see oh, man. Georgia get slaughtered by Vandy. I'd fly but, out and high five Bo for that one. <laughs> but I mean, that'll never happen. Last time Georgia went to Vanderbilt, it was what like forty nine nothing. Like at the end of the first quarter, dude, it oh, was it was, was the worst game I've ever seen in my life. But let's not forget though. Let's not forget that Georgia kind of plays down on the on the lower opponents. And that's not a shot at Vandy on how yeah. low they are or how. Good or not, the the fact of the matter is, they tend to play kind of how their competition's doing. So if Vandy is kind of down, we could get one of those Missouri games like last year, maybe. Yes. Yes. Did you and not I mean, hear him just say it was forty nine to nothing at, at the end of the first quarter? Yes, but that's going to be every game. I mean, what and, game is it not going to be forty nine? <laughs> and and that was and that was when Derek we're Mason, to talk about that was when Derek Mason was still at Vanderbilt really True. the program was really yeah, down when he was there and, and, and now they got Clark Lee Clark Lee's and that's one dude you don't want to fight Clark Lee <laughs> dude, I yeah, I would run away he looks a little crazy he looks a little crazy he's I the number one away. guy in the SEC you don't want to fight I would run yeah, he away that's him he looks Looks like they eat this uh, some scientific experiments on him. Chews on nails I, for breakfast. I 
probably wouldn't want to mm. fight Saban just because he's so old that he just pull a gun out and shoot me. <laughs> so, hey, probably cross my props. Yeah, probably. <laughs> First, all right. Georgia's the hardest, best. The, Georgia's, the best game yet. Come Georgia's on. hardest yeah. opponent, October twenty first, the off week. Do you think they can beat the off week? Do you can, they they beat? Beat the week? Can, can they beat? Can they beat the themselves? The they get to play their twos. Their twos yeah. are probably the second best team in the SEC. East. Have you not heard of Athens PD? Man, this is gonna be a tough one, <laughs> dude. Dude, but it's minus three and a half. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so, how I think Georgia's going to take care of the bye week pretty easy. Moving down to Jacksonville, the neutral site game against the Gators. Sorry, guys. But I think Georgia's going to roll. Yeah, I you mean, don't, it, dude. As long as you're supposed to beat Florida, I'm cool with it. It's when we're better than you and you beat us when I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, mean, Georgia. Georgia should roll in this one. Um, I expected to be a little bit more competitive in the first half than it was last year. Uh, just couldn't get the offense going last year, and and Stetson and them jumped on us, man. Um, yeah, kind of expect a little better game, maybe a little like the final score was a little closer than the end of last year. I expected to be kind of like that. They're, I don't know if they'll score. What they score on us last year? Forty two, Cody. I don't want to talk about it, Will. I was <laughs> too many. They scored yeah. too many. Um. I think Georgia will win. Dude. Georgia's going to be undefeated after this game. So, if, if for us to beat them, again, it's going to have to be Carson Beck's going to have to give us some gifts, and then Grant Mertz is going to have to play the best game of his life for Georgia to be in Florida's, any trouble. Florida's going to have to play their best. Florida's going to have to play their best game of the season. Oh, yeah. And no I, we, we spoke on this with the Florida breakdown. I think the biggest thing with this one is. Well, first off, Kirby hates Florida. That, that's known. Oh, so he's, he, he's gonna not going to let off the gas. Yeah, he, This is not one that you can even try to sneak into and say, well, maybe we'll catch him off guard. This is one that he, he circles every year. Mm-hmm. He's going to be itching it to take this one. I do think he feels better about Billy than, than Mullen. He at least respects Billy. But I'm curious <laughs> yeah, to see, yeah, at least from our side, Will, I, I think with the defense – going to be improved i do think it will be a better game overall now, i'm not saying that hey we're, we're in it at, in the fourth quarter i'm just saying i do think it's going to be a more enjoyable game all around for both um, teams i do hope that it is split down the middle like normal and i hope you know we find a way to do it but it's it's going to be tough as, as normal Man. like you said they're supposed to beat us so kirby has a dude. I promise you he does. He has a dude that watches all the Florida games and breaks down their film, and he has a big binder waiting for Kirby during the off week. Yep. Here you go, buddy. That, this is this is my notes. And that's kind of the good and bad thing is getting that bye week. It's because, yeah, we get an extra week to prepare, but so do they. So it's kind of yeah. – Hey, dude, it used cool. to not be like that, and they used to hate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they changed that. <laughs> yeah, and then they changed it. They cried Man. so much they gave them a bye week. The team that gave Georgia the biggest scare in the regular season, Missouri, coming to Athens. Again, it's the same old song and dance. You should expect to win this game. I mean, don't sleep on Missouri, though. They're some people's dark horse to to kind of make some noise in the SEC. But, oh. I mean, okay, it's, bad. Yeah. it's Missouri. To win, you should thump Missouri. I mean, you should <laughs> absolutely. I thought he was about to say the East. <laughs> no, who's saying that? <laughs> no. Oh, doesn't Missouri have um, a lot of product productivity coming back? In it, like, yeah, mm-hmm. and the they got 70s? some really good. They've got some really good PFF guys, like they're yeah. a D tackle and a couple of linebackers and stud linebacker. One really stud linebacker uh, <laughs> transferred from. From Florida, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, again, this game, dude, it's in Athens. I don't expect this to be a trap game or anything like that. Um, I think Georgia will take care of business because of what happened last year. Um, mm-hmm. Kirby will have them ready to go, saying, "Dude, do not let the." He might say a few choice words in the locker room for this one. Tons. Um, do not let these guys do what they did to us last year. Um, let's stomp on their throats. He might say a few other things, but. Cody. Yeah, I think 
for that reason alone is why this one won't be close. Not because it's no in hope. Athens, not because it's Missouri, but because of last year and how close it was. Kirby's going to keep that in, in his mind um, and make sure it doesn't happen again. It, it won't be close. Man, the them, when they play Ole Miss the following week, that game is – that's kind of a sneak. That's probably their best home, their best home game, for mm. sure. Because you have you have Kiffin coming into Athens. You already know him and Kirby are friends. He is going to be talking smack, and he is going to come into Athens, and he's going to get his butt whooped. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is going to be the best offense that Georgia is going to play thus far in the season. Yes. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Kurt, uh, Lane Kiffin and them game plan for Kirby, um, and his defense. That that's going to be the matchup: Lane's offense versus Kirby's defense. Um, can Lane Kiffin, you know, score some points? Um, we'll be in LSU during this week. Um, I hope. We can find some time to maybe catch this game a little bit. Yeah, uh, this is one of them sneaky games because you got Tennessee the next week. Man, Georgia just hopefully they're hopefully they're looking forward to the Tennessee game and maybe Ole Miss can jump on them uh, in Athens. But uh, this will be a fun one. Uh, I think this might be a this might be one of those shootouts. Maybe I don't know. It depends on if Ole Miss's offense shows up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ole Miss has got talent, man. They, I mean especially on the offensive side of the ball. And who who better to call plays than Lane Kiffin? So he's went against some really good defenses. I don't think that scares him by any means. Uh, I do think this one is really, really interesting because, you know, like you said, are they looking forward to Tennessee next week? Or kind of what is what is Kiffin's thoughts? Because he, he, he's hard to read sometimes, man. You know, just when you think he's putting all his eggs in Bama, he, he goes out and – is focused on someone else. So we expect Georgia to win every single game. Obviously, uh, it's just this one could be fun, man. I think I think fans will be rowdy, and I think Lane's gonna want some want some points there, man. But can Ole Miss's defense do anything against Georgia's off offense? I mean, Georgia's gonna see what happened in the Arkansas game last year and say we're gonna be able to run it down these guys' throats. We have the superior front five of our offensive line. They have no business being able to stop us. So I think I think we could see Kirby say, like, hey, we're going to keep the ball slow out, slow it down, keep the ball oh. out of Kiffin's hands. And I mean, try to have 35, 40 minutes of. That's always been the problem with Kiffin, though. If, I mean, if he, if he ever gets a really good DC, you know, if Muschamp ever bounces around and goes over there, they might actually have a team. Yeah. Well, they got a pretty decent DC. I mean, he came from Bama fans, don't really like him, but I think he's okay. He, he yeah, he, they upgraded, I think. Um, They'll definitely be better. It's hard to be worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you were talking about. Georgia's offense versus their defense, you know, yeah, Georgia's going to try to run the ball, slow the clock down, control the tempo. And if Lane Kiffin just has four plays and goes and scores a touchdown, Kip, I mean, that's what Kirby wants. Okay, yeah. bud. <laughs> Please. You can go score in four plays because I'm going to wear your defense out and, and we're going to just pound it all the way down the field until we score. And then by the time we get to the fourth quarter, y'all are going to be done. And when you got a guy like Brock, where you you know you use him in the run game and the pass game, it, it's it's almost inevitable. It's gonna get ugly, I'm afraid. When the Rebels come to Athens, Georgia's biggest game of the year, the following week, Georgia at Tennessee. This was Georgia's biggest regular season game last year. It's gonna be Georgia's biggest regular season game this year. Should be. Should should yes. And, man, Georgia going up to Knoxville. Neyland Stadium is going to be insane. I wish – I really wish we could go to this game, but it's just not feasible to go to -to -to back-to-back-to-back games for us at this point in time. But, man, again, I think Georgia's going to be what? A 14-point favorite? I mean – Depends on how Tennessee's doing at this this time, man. If Tennessee's got two losses already, yeah. 
if they're undefeated, point favorites. If they're undefeated, Georgia will be maybe a seven point favorite, maybe. Um, I really hope this game is at night. I hope this is a seven thirty kickoff, something like that. But it seems like it's going to be a three thirty CBS game. Mm-hmm. Don't know why they wouldn't pick this game. Um, this might be for the East. Um, obviously, it just depends on Tennessee how they're doing. You know, they got Alabama, um, Florida, and a few other teams. How can Milton do? Again, they're going to be playing another air raid offense, mm-hmm. Georgia. So really, playing Ole Miss for Tennessee kind of helps him. Yeah, because um, you're you're getting ready to play two guys that love to throw the ball and love to spread it out. Um, Tennessee's a little different. Um, they they go from sideline to sideline, man. And here's out. Here's the difference between every other team that Georgia, I mean that Tennessee plays. Georgia has linebackers that can cover and can stop the run, so they don't have to load the box on you. They can play man to man coverage on the outside, and they can play some really solid defense. Whereas yeah. Tennessee usually puts some people in a bind with that offense, mm-hmm. um, and they don't put. They don't put Georgia in a bind, man. I think with this one, it's it's obvious to say this is this is a one that you would point to if Georgia had to lose one. But yeah. I, I do think this is going to be the one, man. If if Georgia drops one, it'll be this one. Watch what I say. Only because you know you spoke on them playing Ole Miss before helps Georgia, but I think it more helps Tennessee. Because they're kind of, they can kind of figure out, you See know, what's what working work. and what's not working, mm-hmm. and kind of play off of that. Um, but the biggest thing being in Nayland, man, they're going to be, you know, you spoke on it. They're going to be crazy wild, and they've already beat Bama. They've already got that monkey off their back. So can we go and beat Georgia? You know, we, yeah. we beat Bama last year. You know, I think if if Tennessee is anywhere near one loss or less, they could beat Georgia here. I yeah. That's not a hater saying that. I, I mean, Georgia's – I mean, they've went crazy the last two years, and I, I get their back-to-back, and I get all the talent they have, offense and defense, but Tennessee's you on the rise too. have to get unlucky at some point. Like, Well, not just that, but, man, you know, we've spoke on it, and, yes, Georgia is in a different tier. But realistically, man, Tennessee has D1 guys too, and – not every team is going to – Georgia's not going to play their their best A1 game every single week. Like, yeah, you're going to beat some of these teams, these UT, UT Martins, when you're, because you're just – you're Georgia. But Tennessee has some dudes, man, and I think it, it – we spoke on it. It goes directly on Milton. Can he be enough for that offense? And Heupel's offense seems like anybody can be thrown in. So if he can do anything like he, he did last year – you know, overall, I'm not talking about the Georgia Tennessee. I'm talking about overall, and it's going to be a really interesting game because you know they're gonna they're gonna have that in their mind too of last year. Hey, we we blew you know everything that we wanted was in front of our face last year. They moved us up to one. Kirby punked us out. Yeah. So I mean, this is a year that, like I said, you've already got Bama off your back. Georgia's one that I, if I'm a Tennessee fan, that's the game I I want because. Yeah. It's it's probably for the East, and it's another monkey that I need to get off my back. Man, and and something that a bunch of people forget, Hendon Hooker overthrew three wide-open guys during that Georgia game. I mean, they had beaten the cornerbacks. They were walking into the end zone, and he overthrew them. So they can beat that secondary, just can the quarterback deliver. Yeah, man, I mean, they're going to on, on losable games. I think that's a losable one. Tennessee's going to have to have things go their way yeah. um, for them to win. I mean, essentially, this is the, them games back to back. Ole Miss, Tennessee, those are the two biggest games for Georgia. I think those are the two big challengers. Tennessee is the biggest challenger, I think, in this schedule. Uh, but man, it stinks that it takes all the way to get to November for them to have like a this type of magnitude of a game. Where it's yeah. you feel like it's huge, you know. Well, it'd be great if, like you said, if they're both fight. If this is for the East, that's gonna be, it's gonna be massive. Yeah, this this yeah. it'd be awesome Absolutely. if those are for the East. But I still think Tennessee will show up regardless if it's not for the East. If the East is already settled, uh, Tennessee will show up, be loud, be ready to go. 
Um, and what a better way to end your season than to beat Georgia, you know? Yeah. I mean, Georgia's final regular season game at Georgia Tech. My college football hot take Ew. is that Georgia, Georgia Tech should no longer be played. Sleeper. Get out of here. Georgia Tech. No chance. In my opinion, I mean, I mean, there's always a chance, but it's like 0.00001%. I don't see it. Yeah. Man, so I think Georgia's going 12 and 0. They might go 11 and 1, but I think the safe bet's 12 and 0. Yeah. The bad thing is they're probably going to be better this year than they were last, and they were better last year than they were the year before. So if that trend continues, man, they're going to be one massive team to be reckoned with. Yeah. Man, and one team that I hope gets to meet them in that SEC 12, I don't hope that this team makes the SEC championship game, but who I think will be the best contender is the Alabama Crimson Tide. Going to break down oh, their God. their schedule coming up. RTR. Roll Tide. Roll, roll Tide, baby. Man, they, <laughs> they, they had a little underwhelming 2022 going into 2023. I mean, they just weren't – they didn't have that same kind of – factor? That, yeah, it, yeah. That's a great way to put it. I mean, they just struggled on the road. They struggled in a couple games at home. I think it. I think it was the Bill O'Brien system. I think it was they just had their young at receiver. I mean, they had Bryce Young. They had Will Anderson. Two top three picks in the NFL draft and they went 10 and two, they lost on two plays at the end of the game, but they still lost. I mean, what do y'all expect of Bama in 23? Um, I expect them to be improved at all the other positions, but the quarterback position. That's um, a big it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard to improve at the quarterback position. I mean, Bryce Young was incredible. I mean, it's no jab to the guys they got. I just – none of them are Bryce Young. Um, I think the the team is going to be better. Um, you know, I've seen reports and stuff that Nick Saban wants to get back to the way they were, ground a pound, um, play-action pass. So, if they can kind of get back to bully ball, um, I guess kind of get to the way that Georgia plays. <laughs> Um, I think they'll be just fine. They have a way better schedule than Georgia has. At least it's a little funner. Um, but Cody, man, what you think about the Alabama Crimson Tide this year? I think Alabama is extremely interesting. So, you know, we, we hate on Bama and as fans of other SEC teams, you know, obviously we're going to, but I think Bama's interesting, man. You know, they, they, People talk about, you know, how bad or how down Bama was, man. And it's like, dude, they're 24-4 and four in the last two seasons. So, a lot of teams would give up to have that. They still got the best coach of all time out there. Um, It really does suck as an outsider and as a college football fan that Bryce Young and Will Anderson just didn't get it done last year. It just, I think the biggest thing with Bama overall was, you know, Gus spoke on the receivers being young, but I think the lines were the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. The OL and DL just were not typical Bama, just mean green type dudes. And I think that that really, you know, hindered them. And, you know, you bring in, they get rid of uh, Bill O'Brien, like you said, and, you know, they bring in uh, Kevin Steele for Pete Golden. I think he'll be, you know, he'll he'll be really good. Um, Tommy Reese. Um, I've said it previously. I think Bama is the team that comes out in the West, even with the schedule that they do face, because mm-hmm. Saban's used to that type of thing, you know. So I expect Bama's defense to be really improved, and I expect you know them to get back on track as far as Bama fans feel. Well, what helps is their home games are. I mean, their big games are at home. That's really exactly what I. That's what I was going to talk about. You you have the Middle Tennessee game at home. Chalk it up. <laughs> Texas, the biggest game, man. Texas, massive game. Going to be a night game, 7 o'clock. Going to be huge. I think this is going to be 
a massive game for Alabama to kind of kind of like a little litmus test to say like, hey, are they ready for this schedule that they got coming up? Because this is because I don't want to say Texas is back, but Texas might be back. This will be a game that we'll see, you know, for both teams. But if we're looking at the Alabama perspective, um, can they come out and hit Texas in the mouth? <clears throat> because Texas last year came out and hit them in the mouth. Hard. And if it wasn't for an injury, we don't know what would have happened in that game. Um, so can Alabama come out um, with whatever quarterbacks out there, run the ball, hit Texas defense in the mouth, and control the clock, and um, and control this game, regardless of what Texas offense does. Um, that'll be interesting to me, man. This is going to be probably their – and this is definitely their biggest game in the first, like, month. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, so – obviously Bama's schedule is tougher than Georgia's, you know, comparing the two. They've got some heavy hitters, and Texas ain't no joke, man. I mean, most Bama fans know because of last year, but I think if you really follow Texas closely, they're building that roster really strong. Sarkeesian knows what he's doing. I want to say it's going to be, you know, the same way as last year, man. It's going to be down to the wire, like – back and forth but the biggest thing with this one is you're gonna find out you know people like to say oh bama saving and bama's falling off they're they're no longer the dynasty's broke at this that and other you're gonna find out this game here you're it is 100 gonna find this out. is it. It, it you'll know from this this game how the rest of the year is gonna go mm-hmm. i think if it's close and they lose a close one like a crazy ending i, I wouldn't say it's done but now no, if Texas comes in no. there. If Texas no, I'm not saying there, that. I'm saying you'll know. You'll know. Hey, are we still are we still Bama? Because if Texas comes in here and walks a dog somehow, Bama fans got to be scared considering they still still some of the teams that are on the schedule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you still got everything in front of you if Texas does somehow come in and win. Uh, but you definitely need to be competitive. You don't want to get blown out. But I don't see them getting blown out by any means. No. I think we all know Saban's preparing for this game the whole offseason. It's not oh, – yes. they're not looking at Middle Tennessee. I think we all no, know. No, they are preparing for Texas. And then and then when Alabama maybe takes care of the Longhorns, they go down South Florida, cakewalk. Weird really weird game. But, I mean, every, everyone expects Bama to win that game. Then you got Lane and Ole Miss coming to Alabama – we all remember what happened in 2021. Grabbed popcorn. <laughs> yeah, and it was a butt Yeah. And, I mean, I think that Saban will want to beat Lane just because of, just because of the relationship that they have. So, I'm chalking that one up as a W for Bama. Yeah, same for me, man. Um, I think uh, Lane, Lane Kiffin does want to beat Alabama really bad. Um, but I also think saving them, they'll kind of have, they'll know who their quarterback is by this time. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be rolling. They'll really starting the grind of their schedule. Um, I just expect Bama to be able to just run all over Ole Miss's defense. Unless Ole Miss's defense somehow improves drastically. I just don't see this being very, I, it will be competitive and it'll be kind of close, but I just don't see them Ole Miss pulling this one out. For me, the biggest thing with Ole Miss is you look at Lane and you look at Saban, and they're two completely different guys all around. They're two completely different guys on the field and off the field. You know, Lane lives by, you know, do-or-die type plays, going for it on fourth down. You know, Saban sits back and kind of lets you you beat yourself. You know, he's going to wait for you to make the mistake. We're not making the mistake. You're going to make the mistake. And that's why he continues to beat him because Lane is is – he, he rolls the dice too many times, I feel like. And you spoke on the defense. I I think it'll be improved, but not not improved enough to finally get that dub over Bama like he wants. Man. And then they play the other Mississippi school. They play at Mississippi State. Alabama has dominated Mississippi State. I don't think there's any real reason to break down this game much. Alabama's. Yeah. Completely dominate them. They are going to dominate them. 
I mean, anything can happen, kind of like I've been saying, but, I mean, there's not much to break down here. Then they go to Texas A&M. And, I mean, we all know the history that's been between these two teams. Can Alabama go get revenge on Texas A&M at Kyle Field where they lost in 2021? I think they can, but I think this is going to be one of Alabama's toughest games just because of the talent that Texas A&M has. And we don't know what Texas A&M will be with new offensive coordinator Bobby Petrino taking the reins of the offense, hopefully, from Jimbo Fisher. This one will be interesting. This game's always usually circled on everybody's calendars. Just a fun one to watch because of the history between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of become a rival, honestly, um, oh, yeah. ever since kind of Johnny Menzel came in there and beat them. Um, again, I'm going to have to wait and see what Texas A&M's offense looks like. I just have no idea what it will be under Bobby Petrino. Can Texas A&M find that quarterback that can play consistently? Because um, they have playmakers. We know they have talent, man. They got a bunch of talent over there. Uh, but can they put it all together and play some really good ball? This will be the 8 o'clock CBS game, if I'm not mistaken. No. No, it's not? Okay. No. Well, this will probably be a 3.30 CBS game, I would guess. Um, I'm shocked this one isn't the 8 o'clock one. Oh, the LSU Bama was 8 o'clock one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as of right now, if I was looking at it right now, I expect Bama to go into A&M and win a close one. I uh, expect – the Aggies to be rowdy, but um, I think think Bama will come in there and roll on them. Yeah, so just like I spoke on LSU, I mean uh, Tennessee on Georgia uh, previously, being that that almost trap game game that they could lose. I think this is this is one that that Bama could drop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we don't know what A and M is going to look like, but if they live up to any type of potential that they have, it's going to be dangerous. Uh, you know that I say that because of because of what we talked about. Texas, they're already preparing for Ole Miss. They're you know Lane just can't find a way to beat Saban. But A and M is going to be different. You know the way him and and Jimbo are kind of rubbing against each other. That you know they started off playing basketball with each other, and now it seems like they kind of don't like each other. So I think Jimbo is going to throw a lot at this one, and it could. If I had to pick a game, this is one that I, I'd say might might be an upset. Yeah, just just because the way Alabama the past few years has played on the road, they've played awful. I mean, yeah. they've they've played absolutely terrible <clears throat> on the road. So there, and it's their and it's their second road game in a row. So, I mean, could kind of it could get tricky, just a little funk. Yeah, uh, and then they come home and they play Arkansas. I mean, that that is their homecoming game. I think this one could be sneaky just because it's the week before Tennessee. You're coming off of the Texas A&M game, really tough roster to play. You could be kind of beat up at this point, and it's sandwiched in between two of your four biggest games, well, two of your five biggest games of the season, so kind of a trap game to me, but it's in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Alabama, tough to beat at Alabama. So, I mean, that's the only thing that concerns me with this game is that it's sandwiched in between those two really, really, really big games. Yeah. um, I take the A&M game. It's probably going to be really physical. Um, Gosh. If this is like a noon game, man, man, Alabama might wake up sleepy. I could see this being one of those two guys. I kind of agree with you. Um, KJ, if KJ's healthy coming into this game, how's he playing? Mm-hmm. Um, are we looking, or is Alabama looking ahead to Tennessee? You know, I, I don't think Nick Saban would let them do that. I think he, you know, kind of keeps them a week by week team. Um, you know, what's the help looking like for Alabama at this point? Cause you played some pretty tough teams. Yeah. You know, this isn't, it hasn't been an easy schedule. Uh, what's the quarterback play looking like? You know, things that we can't answer right now, but, um, are, do, are they down to one quarterback? Are we still at two? I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, this will be a game interesting. This fun to see. Um, Alabama sh- is better than Arkansas, but you never know on any given Saturday. Cody, what you got, man? 
I actually disagree with both of you. I think this will be a blowout. A smackdown. Smackdown. I think this one's going to be roasted. over by halftime. Oof. I mean, Man. it could be. Yeah. It could. Yeah. I mean, I can see it go either way. <laughs> well, here's the thing is. Dominated the, Arkansas. Honestly. Well, the biggest thing is going to be how do they play at A&M, obviously. If they right. lose, then Saban's going to want some tail. So oh, yeah. if they if they win, they're going to want to keep momentum. And I just think Arkansas is good. They're not great. So defense will be improved. KJ is great. But I think Saban's going to roll them. Yeah. I'm heading on down to the Tennessee game. It's at Alabama this year. Everyone knows. Revenge. Everyone knows what happened in this game last year. Alabama is going. Do do y'all remember? in 2019 when LSU came into Alabama and they beat they beat Alabama and then in 2020 Alabama went down to LSU and they showed no mercy that's <laughs> it's what it's hard Ala- to beat Saban twice man that's yeah. what Alabama's gonna want to do to Tennessee this year they are going to want to paint the walls of of Bryant Denny Stadium with the blood of Tennessee that's that's extremely gruesome, but this is a gruesome game, and that's what Alabama's going to want to do. They are going to want to leave no doubt, leave no doubt, like the coach and remember the Titans, leave no doubt. That's what Alabama's going to want to do. Yeah, um, it just depends on how I think what what type of offensive philosophy is Alabama going to be this year. You know, don't try to come out and do something that you haven't been doing just because you want to yeah. score a lot of points. Man, if, if you're a run-first team, then run first. Control the tempo of this game and beat them up. And you, you might not put 50 on them, but, you know, if you beat them by at least three scores, you know, you can put it on them. But I do agree with you, Gus. I think this will be like they will try to beat – they will try to beat them to death. Um, but I, I specifically think they're going to want to shut that offense down. They're, yes. They are going to want that secondary to put the grips on and, like, just make Tennessee look stupid. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, that I, God, I would hate to play Nick Saban after I beat him the year before because, yeah. again, like how we said Kirby will have somebody watching the Florida games, I promise you somebody will have watched the Tennessee games and they will be preparing for Tennessee. They might prepare for him a little bit during the Arkansas week. Just yeah. to be ready to go, um, but you just—I I don't think Tennessee's going to win this one, man. I think we're going to see some revenge, and uh, Alabama's going to roll on this one. Yeah, and let's not forget the history, man. That, that's a rivalry, but Bama has has just kind of dominated recently. And last year is is great. They got over the hump. Tennessee found a way to win. But let's <laughs> let's remember it wouldn't just. No, Craig. Tennessee didn't didn't just come out there and smack them around. It, they, yeah, they, yeah. They had a tough Alabama, time. So Alabama could have won that game, man. Yeah. yeah. So I I think I agree with both of you. I think he's gonna want some revenge, and I don't see Bama losing this one. And then Alabama goes into the off week, and then again another revenge game. The LSU Tigers coming oh, in, Tigers. coming oh, in Tigers. to Tuscaloosa. This is going to be a fun game. This is the one and two team in the SEC West. This is what I'm, what I think is going to be for the SEC West. Probably, we don't know, but I mean that that's just what I'm assuming. This is going to be a night game. This is the CBS doubleheader, gotcha. eight eight yeah. p.m. They've well, they've they've already come out and they've already given like the time slots and said. On the 4th of November, that's when the 8 p.m. game is going to be. And this is the only SEC game that week that fits that bill. So, I mean, I don't know what to think of this game. I really don't. I have no clue. None whatsoever. Um, This is another revenge game. Obviously, I hope Alabama beats them up, dude. Beats them up. Just because we're going to get to see LSU the next week. (laughs) <laughs> so I hope Alabama runs all over them. I hope they sack Jaden Daniels like eight times. Uh, I don't know what to expect either of this game, to be honest with you. Um, I think Alabama, we got another revenge game. 
Um, I could see Bama winning this one, but it being a close game, just kind of like last year. But Alabama's going to take advantage of some of the mistakes that they made last year a little bit. Um, going into Tuscaloosa is hard to win, man. You, oh. We just hadn't seen it a lot. Um, I think that LSU team was the last team that came in and won, the one you just mentioned, the 2019. Um, they didn't lose. and um, They just don't lose. A, Saban just don't lose a lot at home. Um, expect them soon to be a little close. This will probably be for the West. This will be fun to watch. But uh, expect Alabama to roll in this one and then probably maybe seal the deal of the West right here. Depends on how maybe. the other teams are doing. Yeah, Maybe. I think it, it it's really going to rely on LSU – and how their season's going? Because let's not forget they've got some <laughs> some tough games ahead too. Yeah. So I don't see LSU winning this one. I don't think it will be for the West, but it will be one of those you know typical LSU Bama games that we we've, we've seen knockout dragouts where you know almost falling asleep on offense type deal. Who can yeah who can run the ball? I think you know LSU is talented, man. Bama's talented. By this time, they'll know who the quarterback is. Hopefully, he's doing well. I think Bama's got got more edge about him, though. I would love for LSU to win this game simply because we're going to Baton Rouge the following week, and I would love for them to be coming off a high, <laughs> a high of the Alabama victory. In that, yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd I rather them win – yeah, you'd rather, rather them, them win, win than lose. Then yeah. be pissed off. Yeah, when we get there. Yeah. 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 Plus, plus, be like cocky. The, yeah. Well, the, I just, the I just team don't could like be hungover, but I don't think the crowd the following week is going to be hungover if LSU beats Alabama on November fourth, November eleventh at Kentucky. Could be kind of a hangover game, but Alabama should thump Kentucky. Because they're Alabama, and that's Kentucky. That's just the way it is. Chattanooga, easy game, man. And then this we is got the sneaky the one right here. We got the Iron Bowl. It all depends on how Auburn. good is Auburn. Yep. Yeah. Kind, kind of what we said when we did the Auburn breakdown, man. Auburn, when Auburn's good, when Auburn's a nine and three team or better. They don't lose to Alabama at home. It simply doesn't happen. So if Auburn's good, I think they could beat Alabama. But if Auburn's six and six, seven and five, you can wrap it up, send it to the bank. We ain't beating Alabama. Well, this is going to be a sneaky one. This is going to be the toughest away game that Alabama has. Um, Auburn, yeah, Auburn's going to be rowdy. A and M, sir. Well, that's why I said possibly. Well, I mean, you, you just never know with Texas A and M's crowd, but Auburn is always rowdy, especially the, the Iron Bowl the weekend. Iron Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it is going to be crazy again. This is going to be based off of Auburn. How good are they? Is Alabama the better team? Yes, they are the better team. Uh, but you never know. This is one of those games. It's a sneaky game for Alabama. Is it for the to win the West? Have they already sealed <laughs> it up? You know, if, if they sealed it up, are they looking ahead to Georgia? You know, um, this will be one of those games you definitely don't want to slip up on and then have to go in and you have to beat Georgia to get into the playoff. Um, yeah. So this will be an interesting game for sure um, for Alabama. I'm super excited that we're going to be there. Best rivalry in college football. No Obviously, doubt. it's better when when Auburn's good, mm-hmm. but I don't think I don't think they'll struggle with this one. No, man. I think that the Alabama schedule is just fascinating because they have so many games that they could lose. They are kind of yeah. spread out though, so I think that out your you would say the floor for Alabama is what. 10 and nine two. and three. I think ten and two. I think ten and two is more realistic. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, your ceiling with Bama's obviously twelve and zero, but yeah. I think that your more realistic is ten and two to eleven and one. Just, just like we've been touching on with all these games, we don't know 
what the quarterback situation is going to be, man. Yeah, it's – man, that Texas game week two, dude, is going to be – I mean, you kind of need a guy. You don't want to be rotating a bunch of them, man. Because, um, like, I don't, you'll get one – I don't think they're going to. Milrow's not a scrub, though. I mean, he, he's he is a dude. It's just a matter of can they use him right. Yeah, I think know, like if we they use him like, like they did with Jalen Hurts his first yeah, year, they, if they can they use, use him like Hurts, yeah. yeah, they'll be fine. Man, but I'm really, really excited to see what this season holds. And, man, I'm really glad that we got to break all this down with y'all. Man, Georgia if fans, you can stop crying now. I'm crying that we ain't now. broken down your team. Now they're yeah, going to say, we didn't get our own show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We, we, we had, had a 30-minute show. It would have been 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We had to split a show with Pam. Well, that's yeah. too bad. I do hope we get to see them two play, though. That would be intense. Well, one yeah. of y'all sponsor the team. One of y'all give us some sponsorship money. We'll uh, we'll have a whole show about Georgia. We'll talk about <laughs> Georgia. Yeah. This will become a Georgia pod. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I don't have man, a bit. Man, I have I've I've had a blast here with y'all tonight. If all of y'all would subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, College Football Experience, we're gonna be putting some fantastic content out this fall once the games get rolling. You also can watch the podcast there live, or you can watch the replay there. You can listen to us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. The podcast is up the next morning. And follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram. We're post a lots of content there too. Like and share and subscribe. Will Cody. I had a blast with y'all tonight. Any last words before we bounce? We are officially going to Ohio State. We bought the uh, tickets, baby. Yeah, we bought our tickets. Uh, went on first. Yeah, went on ski- Seat Geek and got us some tickets. So got we're excited. We're excited about that. Um, we're on the list to get LSU tickets. So we pretty much got everything wrapped up. Yeah, of our iron ball tickets yeah man oh man i'm excited that's, dude gonna be I, fun man that this is that's what why we did this is for for what we're going to be doing in the fall we're excited to see what um what we can put together for everybody yeah man those campus videos are going to be awesome and i can't wait to get there film them and get them out because it's, it's just been a dream of ours forever, but kind of like a head on like share and subscribe. And we will be back next week with another installment of the extra points podcast with the college football football experience. We are the college football experience and we will see y'all later. Peace. This is peace. <laughs>